What's up, Japanime fanimes? Welcome to Weaboomers, the only vintage anime podcast from us at Gig Boots. I'm your host, Japanime Danime, and with me is Bob. I've never been wrong about anything in my entire life. <laughs> from Gig Boots, Chris Wolfhard. Y'all like Super Jail? And Dr. Agro. All anime after I graduated high school is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right, we're here to talk about Dead Leaves, the um, production IG Tunes. Is that what the credits said? Like Imaishi Corporation's, I guess, he's like, calling himself Tunes. I mean, maybe that was like his YouTuber name <laughs> or Newgrounds name. I don't know. Like, I think he was still working with Gainax at the time and they didn't like Gainax wasn't working with them. So he needed like an LLC to put on the paper. Interesting. Yeah, he jumped around a decent bit back then. He's like, I do an episode of Fooly Cooly here and an ED there, and I work on the Parappa the Rapper anime and make Dan remember that exists. <laughs> yeah, Imaishi did a bunch of shit. Yeah, he did. A lot of episode direction, a lot of storyboarding, a lot of principal animation. So, uh, I, I know, I hear you, Zoomer. I hear you. You're already typing in the comment section. I don't know what Dead Leaves is. Why do I care? Well, have you ever heard of Promare? No? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Kill a Kill? Cyberpunk? You ever hear of Rebecca Edgerunners? <laughs> right? Okay, there we go. We got him with that one. <laughs> That's, you know, same same director. So, well, it's, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. You mm -hmm. literally cannot watch this and be like, oh, it's made by the same people. Wow. <laughs> I would never have guessed. <laughs> I would never have guessed. It's just, you know... This is a 50 minute, which is including the credits, <laughs> right? Cracked out OVA from hell that doesn't stop for a single second to breathe. Yeah, this is Imaishi just pure on the mirror, cut down and up your nose. <laughs> yeah, it is. Man, there's there's all sorts of things they cut back on on later productions. There's lots of fucking and shitting and killing. <laughs> It's got everything you would want from anime. Well, generally, you'd like stories to be comprehensible. Right. So they had to dial back some of those other things to get to the point where <laughs> things were comprehensible. That's a shame. It's a shame. You know, this anime was made in 2003, just barely released in 2004, which means, as far as this committee is concerned, this is a 2003 anime and thus 20 years old. <laughs> that is the rule. By the way, uh, you know, that's a little confusing for me to digest because, of course, the definitive way to watch dead leaves as far as i can tell umd or universal media disc <laughs> my favorite on your playstation portable why did why doesn't the playstation portal support umd i don't know <laughs> come on that'd be so unreal i don't remember if i actually owned dead leaves on umd or just if someone said that about me i'd believe it I think Xeon owns it on UMD. At very least, a coworker of mine at CVS probably a billion it. years ago owned it on UMD as well. So it just has a strong association there. Mm -hmm. I remember being like the only anime on DVD or on UMD other than Cowboy Bebop that I saw. Yeah, Bob, we're not talking about unimportant formats <laughs> like DVD. We're right. talking about UMD, baby. Yeah, who still watches things on DVD? Now it's all streaming <laughs> Blu-ray or UMD. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I was surprised the PS5 had a UMD reader included. They really went above and beyond to ensure <laughs> oh the format God. continued living. <laughs> What's the only way they could accurately do the PSP back compat for every game on the console? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I can't believe that James Cameron announced every Avatar movie would be released on UMD because it is an objectively perfect format. That's that. These are just facts. I Cameron's mean, spitting. It has all the attachments for the 3D goggles that work with your PSP. So obviously, right? Kind of like yeah, I consider the entire face. retro gaming hardware community bullshit until my Android phone has a plug-and-play UMD reader. Understandable. It's too bad they never released that. Like, they released the external memory card adapter for PS3. That would have been really cool. That would have, Jesus. But I guess we're supposed to talk about Dead Leaves. Not just the experience, not just the pointed culture, but also literally what is this. But before we do that, hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? I know we said a billion times this is made by Maishi. Uh-huh. Do we have any other interesting tidbits production staff-wise? Uh, not really. It's production IG. Okay, and, uh, well, there we go. <laughs> That's kind of it. <laughs> like, it's, it's actually the second production IG in-house film. The first one they made was Blood the Last Vampire, which is absolute whiplash moving from that to this. Wait, what? But, but production IG's been around forever. That can't be the right. No, the, the, they've worked on a bunch of stuff, but just them making a film by themselves. Hmm. Oh, okay. Like, there's no other support people. Yeah, yeah. Blood the Last Vampire was their first in-house film, and this was their second. Weird. Mm -hmm. All right. Like, they usually worked with Gainax. They worked with other people. They they did a lot of support animation, mm -hmm. or they'd make like the that one scene in Kill Bill. Uh, but they didn't <laughs> like make a lot of their own TV shows or movies. Just mm -hmm. every now and then, they'd crank one of these out. And this was just Imaishi parachuting in. Hey, I need everybody who can draw. I'm gonna make a weird fucking thing. I'm so glad that we finally done content on a good production IG thing instead of FLCL Progressive and Alternative <laughs> or <laughs> Mass Effect Paragon Lost. Uh, oh, God, that was them, too. Oh, man, that's depressing. Right? I mean, we also did regular FLCL. Right, but that wasn't production IG. That was Gynax. Yeah, they helped on it. Yeah, they IG worked on it. On it. In that sense, we've probably done uh, production IG a few other times, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just in the credits. Uh, interesting thing here. I can't trust Wikipedia on this, but Wikipedia is like, Imaitunes is a Japanese artist. His work spans all of these things. He's worked with Hiroyuki uh, Imaishi on Dead Leaves and other things. And I'm like, are you, are you sure it isn't just him? <laughs> yeah right it's like it, it, you seem to have no information on this elusive in my tunes person <laughs> but anyways worth throwing in there do you think anyone remembers garn Logon? yeah i'm pretty sure people remember garn Logon. no we have to wait. nobody remembers we, that. We, we gotta wait four more years before it's boomer anime right obviously yeah so no one remembers do we anime. yeah it came out in 07 how, how does it have to be 20 years to be boomer anime is that is that the rule <laughs> i'm putting that down as the rule so that way uh people truly disintegrate when they try to counter with it's not that old and i go 20 years <laughs> <laughs> okay that's fair <laughs> weirdly i have like even this feels too new to me for be boomer anime really yeah <laughs> so, so, it might be because we just came out from gunbuster the er boomer anime <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah that's true it's almost oh god how much of a leap is there like when did gunbuster come out early 90s right i think it last episode was 89 or something yeah yes i was say i think it might have been 89 yeah so like you're jumping 15 years there mm-hmm 
Oh, and yeah. I, I said when we did the Gunbuster episode that, you know, like that was Gynax then. And to get all the way to trigger, something has to happen in the middle. And that thing that happened was Imaishi, yeah. who joined Gynax in what, like 95? And then bided his time. <laughs> 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 Fucking Ava battle music starts as he starts molting, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, you know, and I, she worked on like uh, Karikana and stuff and um, you just get to see when you look at Dead Leaves and Fooly Cooly and stuff and then you know the future of Trigger and all that stuff. It's just you see the arc now. You definitely mm-hmm. see this path. Yeah, it's also interesting coming from not having seen this back in the day and having seen everything else Imaishi has made. <laughs> this is literally just a string of every one of those action sequences together. Uh-huh. Like, it's mm-hmm. bizarre to think, yeah, he basically storyboarded this stuff all 20 years ago. Yeah, it's like Dead Leaves <laughs> is my eight favorite things to happen in a scene. <laughs> I, I was even yeah. thinking about how that weird thing where they're, like, chasing them is they uh, have a pile of bodies going across, like, a caterpillar almost. Oh, you're like, talking about when they're driving the vehicle and all of the prisoners are holding on to form a conga line that becomes a snake tail almost? Yes. Yeah. That's episode one of Gurren Logon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything is in this. Uh-huh. It's literally all of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. This was my first time watching Dead Leaves as well. How about you guys? Chris, have you seen it before? Nope. Aggro. You have to oh, have yeah. seen it, I, right? I bought this the year it came out and about wore that DVD out. <laughs> so watching everything Gynax put out after that, it was like, oh, hey, look, it's that thing they did in Dead Leaves. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really incredible. As I said, you know, just he drew his eight favorite things to happen in the scene, <laughs> and he just revisits this well every every series, every movie, everything he does. Mm-hmm. And it, it wouldn't be until Panty and Stocking again that we'd get, because I remember when this first came out, the conversation about, you know, at least in America, at least a high school weebs was this is the weirdest thing ever because it has the design sensibilities of American cartoons with all the cool shit that happens in anime. And it's kind of melting my brain. Hmm. Especially the color palette. It's a lot darker and bolder than you generally get in anime. Mm-hmm. And with the, I mean, clearly with the character designs and the a lot of the wacky movement that Trigger would later be known for, it it just came out of left field back then. I I don't I didn't really get that as much of that energy from watching it as I did just from the cover art. The cover art back in the day scared me away from this because it looked like designs I didn't like at all, and it hmm. just didn't look interesting. But now, once you see them animated, it's very different, and mm-hmm. it makes it make sense. Um, back mm. then when I saw the tiniest bits of it, uh, looking at someone's PSP, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this just seems incredibly hectic and insane. Okay. I, I have no strong desire to part with $20 to see that. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it if someone lends it to me. And then I just never looked into it. You know, there's a certain beauty that comes from experience the whole ride from beginning to end to understand how you got to the fucking and sucking scene. That's that's important. You can't just be dropped down in the middle of that or the drill ejaculating. You can't, you know, do that. You have to arrive there after uh, 30 minutes of violence. <laughs> yeah, I think the closest thing to this sort of style that we got again was panty and stocking. Like that was the other thing that's most like this since this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and scenes of cyberpunk. 
Yeah, so, Cyberpunk has a little bit of it, but it's definitely not like... Well, like, what Cyberpunk has, it's the same thing that shows up in FLCL. A lot of the sensibilities and movement uh, show up in those two things. The way you animate dramatic and fast action, which is, you know, again, Imaishi storyboarding. I think it's really interesting, Cyberpunk, where that's sort of, like, that super violence is used to emphasize how horrible that world is mm-hmm. and here it's just like no this is just zany and goofiness for the sake of it <laughs> mm-hmm. it also reminds me a lot of his uh other animation that he did for the animator expo that studio Kara did mm-hmm. that's it uh it was called sex and violence with mock speed oh yeah that yeah it it literally oh. that and Panny and Stocking have the same car chase sequences than this. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I haven't thought of that in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, they need to release all those on Blu-ray. What are they doing? Why are they... They still haven't? No. They might have in Japan. Maybe. But I think even there, it's just like, yeah, once in a while, we put them up on, on YouTube for people to watch. Yeah. This thing, like Dan said, it's 50 minutes, including the credits. <laughs> so, so you know how sometimes you go to remember a movie and you like you remember a few scenes and you string them together then you, you watch the movie you're like oh yeah there's a whole lot more in here it's a little longer this is a weird opposite scenario where every time i go back to watch it separated by years it's oh there's there's nothing else in this movie it's all highlight yeah this scene is this movie is one scene mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie is basically one of those fireworks that burns incredibly bright just burns out immediately Mm -hmm. and you're like it's over (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's like no downtime between any events it's all just go 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 (laughs) which is pretty incredible it's pacing is truly non-stop in a way that i think very few other things at the time had accomplished Mm -hmm. because you know they might want to have a feature like film they might want to have a feature like film or i don't know a story at all <laughs> a story with characters this, this was a moral through. stance against having either padding or a sensible story right? like, like the scene where they get arrested and shipped to the moon is a master class in just skip it just skip it and get to the next thing <laughs> And the, like then later on there's a character trying to tell you the backstory and he's being spoken over by the main character talking. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's like this so thoroughly conveys the the fiction's own opinion of having to do the story part of itself. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. The main character's not even interested in the backstory. That's not what they're interested in right now. And this person needs to shut the fuck up as far as they're concerned. Yeah, I think they do something like that three times, including the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're just like did we learn anything was this really about anything <laughs> who cares <laughs> yeah, this this is an example not of style over substance but the style being the substance this this was like a tech demo for animation mm-hmm. i really appreciate every time an action sequence will show the same action 10 times in a row for <laughs> the sake of comedy <laughs> yeah yeah, it's not even like sometimes it's not even an action. So it will be like three different shots of a scene. One of them zoomed in on one small guy who's talking. Then there's the wide shot of everyone around him. And it just keeps cutting between them as he's making some weird sound and they're either re- reacting or not. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps doing that like five times in a row. It's really good. One of the things I really appreciate about this director is he has a really good idea of how to make an action look very, very funny and make the scene 
approximately 85% shorter than you would normally make it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, then they ride this conveyor, this this chain they're hanging off from the ceiling, and it turns and it goes down this way. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to have that entire shot take two seconds, and the next shot is them getting chucked into their room. Like, <laughs> it's really good. Every scene's basically that energy nonstop of, if you pour water onto this OVA and let it fill it, it will grow to the size of a feature like film we yeah. promise yes. uh, uh, freeze-dried anime <laughs> you, like you know exactly which four or five scenes they'd add to pad the runtime too uh -huh. so you just you don't miss it when they scoop it out uh, so the baby <laughs> god uh-huh the whole time they were doing that i was like man if this is what Battle of the Gods had done, who is this Wait, the magic baby, the Dragon Ball movie? What? <laughs> Everyone would love that. I don't think there was a magic baby in that movie. I'm trying to remember a magic it, baby. Like they had to the hold God. hands and, and use the power of Videl's baby. <laughs> yeah, because they needed five Saiyans. Look, Mom, that's not a baby. It's a fetus. It's not even a baby yet. <laughs> That movie would have been better if that baby had just, like, reached an arm out of Videl with a Glock. <laughs> yes! Oh, look, I don't need to think about the Dragon Ball Super manga where Bulma's like, I can't do this thing because I'm pregnant with Bra, oh. and then Beerus teleports the baby out of her, and he's like, okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> you gave birth. It, it's fucked up. No, that we need more of that. That's really weird. <laughs> that needs to be in canon. <laughs> so, guys, were there any scenes you got bored during? <laughs> you totally had time to do that, right? To just be like, man, this scene's dragging. <laughs> I barely had time to comprehend what was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sure is this. That's exactly what this is. There, You barely have time to get used to them being on a satellite prison planet, the moon, before it's like, we're plugging the hose in your ass, poop, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> time to poop. I used to straight up watch this thing twice when I'd watch it because then it's the length of a full-length movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you get to look at other stuff in the frame the second time. Right, because you missed it the first time because each shot is over within a second. Or it's, you know, on screen five times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in-between. At near the end, they started playing a song for when the super baby, it would like show up and they'd play the x-files theme <laughs> at least in my head <laughs> it was pretty x-files core that's how you know it's a spooky space baby oh um did you guys watch the the dub or the sub dub dub i watched the sub i always watch things sub the first time so fun fact about the dub pandy is being played by amanda winley uh-huh which i'm sure you picked up on her husband is actually playing retro oh huh and she became pregnant while <laughs> recording this movie. <laughs> so is the baby cursed? <laughs> I've never read any follow-up trivia about whether or not she gave birth to an armed child. <laughs> Something obviously happened because this is, wasn't that long after this where she started uh, being high all the time at literally every moment of every day. <laughs> The cursed Zoomer baby. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker's 18 is listening to this right now going, is this why I am this way? <laughs> <laughs>
we're sorry you had to learn this. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst way you could possibly learn this. I'm so sorry. Where Bob was talking about the cover art earlier, and it, it always throws me too because every it like it's got the sword on it with the bone handle because it it was that guy's arm. Mm. Yeah, and it's cool as shit. I love that design. I've always loved that sword, and I keep forgetting it's not a bigger part of this film every time <laughs> I watch it. Because like it shows up, and I'm like, yeah, the sword, and then it gets blended, and I'm like, oh, the sword. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true, but most things you could have drawn from this onto the box art would also qualify for that exact relationship emotionally. <laughs> yeah, nothing sticks for very long. You're just like, yeah, d- drill dick. Oh, <laughs> drill dick. <laughs> I think one of my favorite scenes in this is when Retro and 666 or 777, whichever one's really big. They start shooting each other with guns after Retro takes over some robot body. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just them falling to pieces. <laughs> Literally, it's just de- parts of them being deleted. Yeah. Until until Retro's just like, okay, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really good. Part of me is like, man, I wish Imaishi could work with, like, Platinum to make a game. <laughs> Holy shit. It would be so cool to see this unhinged... Uh, vision executed as a video game that would be really great yeah i have to wonder how you even do this in 3d in a video game you don't (laughs) you don't it'd be weird it'd be really weird (laughs) be one hell of a side-scrolling beat-em-up yeah so i'd alluded to it earlier but Mm -hmm. um if you are in that small subset of people who only watch anime because you've seen it on a Weeaboots or a Weeaboomers. Uh, one, live your life in a better manner than that. This is not healthy. Yeah, you don't wait for us to do a video on it. Go watch all of Dot Hack now. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I was really excited that we were doing Gunbuster and Dead Leaves back to back. Because if you just imagine the guy who made this riding the company that made that right (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. trigger that's what trigger is it's amazing and that's why they saved anime (laughs) (laughs) patriotic theme plays here it is a little weird how amaishi just became at the end even gynax and then that continued into well they're also just trigger Mm -hmm. like they're they're entirely them yeah he just waited out all the old heads there's still like I feel like even Trigger itself has two halves. There's the Imaishi side and then the uh, guy who does the Little Witch Academia and BNA. And I can't remember that yeah. guy's name. Otsuka. Little Witch. Uh, yeah, Yo Yoshinari is the director of Little Witch Academia. In, 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 but th- those also have a lot of Amaishi DNA. Like the least Amaishi Trigger things are like the Gridman shit and uh, he's Niver, which I have never known anybody to watch ever. I have no idea if it's good or not. I don't know a single person who's ever watched it. <laughs> I watched one episode. And that should probably tell you all you need to know about what I think, at least. (laughs) (laughs) And then the new era will apparently start next year with them doing Delicious in Dungeon. I think Mm. that's the first adaptation Trigger's even done. That's interesting. Hmm. I kind of feel like I didn't get the full effect of seeing this because I saw it after every other Amaishi thing instead of on a bad DVD in 2005. (laughs) Yeah, I get that impression, too. Like, this is neat. But I think I like almost everything else by she's done more. <laughs> yep, that's where I'm sitting too. At the same time, though, seeing it back then on a, a scummy DVD, that that might have just put you into system shock. <laughs> that might have been <laughs> just much. too much. <laughs> 
I feel like the default state that all anime should be watched in the first time, at least, is on a small CRT, on a bootleg DVD, played on a PlayStation 2, on someone's patio because their parents don't want a bunch of greasy weeaboos in their home. <laughs> I've watched many things in that state. That's pretty much exactly how I saw Blood the Last Vampire. <laughs> True. That's how I got into many different animes. That's how I watched Final Fantasy VII Advent Children for the first time. Oh my god. <laughs> I like how you're like the default method of consuming an anime is at an anime club at the at the anime club owner's <laughs> mother's house. <laughs> Separated from civilized society <laughs> on the back patio. <laughs> if you don't want to watch anime that way, you don't want it enough to deserve to watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crunchy roll, high dive. You can get anime on fucking Disney Plus now. Soulless. If you're not willing to <laughs> endure horrible suffering to see it, you don't deserve it. If this is your first episode of Wea Boomers, we should let you know now that this is a safe space for gatekeeping in the anime community. <laughs> Which, thank God. We have boomers in the name. You know what you're getting. <laughs> no, it's true. That shit's on the tin. You can't pretend. <laughs> Also, I just told you, I just told you to go watch all of the hack. That's not a, that's not a healthy relationship <laughs> no, with the viewer. That's you do that a lot and at inappropriate moments. <laughs> yeah, not even just sign all of it. What's wrong with you? Look, you will learn on that day. They're going to download the OVA to go along with the games and have no idea what's happening. They're going to be like, Dan loves this. And I'm going to be like, what did you watch? <laughs> God, like the PSP game. They're going to find some parallel media to the PSP game. They're reading the manga for the PSP game. And I was I'm just talking like, about what are you the, doing? The episode, the game was like the, the PS2 game. Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> okay. just, I, I, I'm thinking about the most deranged this could get. <laughs> Dan, this scanlation isn't very good. What the fuck are you reading? <laughs> I don't want to think about what official manga there is for Dot Hack. That has to be a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, they eventually stop even looking like Dot Hack, but th that's a conversation for a different podcast. Right now we have to talk about this thing, which is a bunch of cool animation and literally no story to talk of. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, uh, I, I watched this for the first time right before we started recording for today. I'm like, how the fuck do you talk about this? <laughs> what? You talk about how it makes you feel because describing the, the action confused. on screen so hard. Yeah, confused is correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, time to shit. And I'm like, metaphorically, right? <laughs> no, no, you didn't watch Pantene and Stocking, did you? No, I didn't. It's still <laughs> saran wrapped right there. I guess what? Well, no, it's not old enough to no, be Wii Boomers. Damn. Years. That thing came out like, what, 08? One moment. I think 10. I think it was 2010. Oh, it is 2010. Man, we got a lot more years before that could be. It feels mm -hmm. so much longer ago. I mean, it's still already 13 years. I'm here to announce our new show. We uh, Millennials. <laughs> <laughs> we <are> Zoomers? <laughs> no, it's too old for We are Zoomers. <laughs> I hope someone aged to dust upon hearing that. <laughs> hey, Kill the Kill will be uh, 10 years old in a month. Man, we of Olympios is pretty good. We need we need some not good soundtrack for that one's intro. <laughs> <laughs> just pull, just play some fucking random soundtrack from the fucking Bleach anime, the filler soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's get some ska. <laughs> 
I had a, a terrible feedback loop back when this movie first came out mm. because once again, talking about the sick ass sword with a bone handle, my brother at the time had a problem with his brain where he would watch the first couple seasons of Aqua Teen Hunger Force on DVD instead of <laughs> consuming any other media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. So, you know, every now and then I'd, I'd either be walking by or sitting down watching it with him and we'd get to the episode with the Universal Romonster who can only be killed by stabbing him in the heart with the ancient bone saber of Zumacalis. <laughs> and I'd think, bone saber? And then I'd go watch Dead Leaves again. <laughs> I'd like to clarify to the audience, I am not related to Dr. Agra. That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, I could see how that'd get confusing, given that you never shut the fuck up about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I do think it's very funny how that guy's dick is just a drill from Gurren Lagann. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's, uh-huh. every, it's identical. And, and yes, okay, I guess technically it's a drill from Gal Watching Dead Leaves, now you have a moral high ground to actually call Gurren Lagann subtle in its theming and use of imagery. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. The official line is to be pointlessly angry at Gurren Lagann because you're weirdly defensive about having watched the things that inspired it and mad at people who only watched Gurren Lagann. (laughs) Oh my god. It's derivative. I don't know what fucking inspiration means, despite being a fan of Gynex. <laughs> yeah. You know how uh, you said that this might be your least favorite Amaishi thing? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and throw this grenade in here. Gurren Logan's my least favorite Amaishi thing. Yeah, I, I also, I I need to clarify that was, I need to rewatch Panty and Socking because this and that are super on the same way, like, that I don't like much. Yeah. So mm. they probably are tied. It's the piss and shit, isn't it? There is a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> I like Panty and Stocking more because it has hot women in it. I'm sorry. I'm shallow. <laughs> I that mean, will 100% elevate something like eight points. That'll do it. That That's fair. It has way cooler designs. If you do vulgar anime slapstick with attractive women, it is better than vulgar anime slapstick without attractive women. That's just how it works. <laughs> this is an advanced <laughs> formula that I'm not sure I can keep up with. Also, every episode of Panty and Stocking ends with uh, them blowing up a live action prop of the monster for that episode. Yeah. So that's patently <laughs> that, better. That, that was really oh, good. Man. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why part of me is like, I watched a little bit of Panty and Stocking and a little bit of Gurren Lagann. I think I would like Panty and Stocking more, but then I'm terrified one episode will be, you know, the 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 author's barely disguised fetish and the worst. It's and the it will oh, that's out. every episode. That's every single episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I haven't. That's hit also one dead that's leaves, just, just so you haunting. know. Oh, yeah. Well, but none of them have left me scarred and like less whole than I was before watching it, at least as far as I made it. So I feel terrified to watch all of it. <laughs> right. Like you can say Dead Leaves is his fetishes writ large on the page, but there's there's a signal to noise ratio problem that shields you from that right. experience. Yeah. Hiroyuki Amaishi's fetish is Rin from Rin and Stimpy fucking cutie honey. That's that's the energy of all of his work. Oh. Look, just because that's 100% factually correct oh, doesn't mean saying it out loud is appropriate. That is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. 
Well, uh, we need to wrap this up because in no world do I want this podcast to be longer than the thing it's based on. God, he worked on Cutie Honey. There's no way he hasn't drawn that. There's a notebook out there. <laughs> Gentlemen, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and go around and ask if you would recommend this anime. Bob, would you recommend people watch Dead Leaves? Yes. Though I don't like it as much as basically anything else we've done for this show. I think it's a really interesting and definitely a formative work that you should see. Chris Wolfhard. Sure, I guess. I'm not as strong a recommendation, but it, at least it's good. I'm always a fan of knowing where things came from. Dr. Agro. Yeah, this episode exists because I just need more people to have seen Dead Leaves. It is not only historically important for understanding the broader arc of anime, but there's a guy who's, I don't know if we made this clear, whose dick is literally a golden <laughs> drill. Yep. Uh, I'm also going to recommend this. I feel pretty strongly that people should watch this. It's really funny, and it's only like 50 minutes. So, and really, I swear to God, like four or five of those are the credits. Yeah. <laughs> it's barely longer than two episodes of most anime. You should check it out. It's pretty cool. Well, that's going to do it for this time on We Are Boomers. I don't think we're calling our shot for next time, are we? One second. Let me just type in how old is Excel Saga? <laughs> Oh no. Oh. We're getting there. Oh, yeah. We mentioned Re Cutie Honey. We could always do that. It's true. That also just hit a Blu ray. Or we could do Magical Shopping Arcade of Binobashi, which I again <laughs> have never seen. Aren't they doing a live action version of Doom Megalopolis? God, will you shut up about Doom Megalopolis? <laughs>